Hi everyone, today we discuss a lot, but we might not be able to play any of it back because we had loads of dropouts in the recording when we were saving it down. Um, Terrace, do you want to add your little twist on it? Well, it really means that, you know, we did touch on quite a few fun topics and it just gives us more time to research them yes. for a future episode. Yes, because you probably talked a lot of shit like normal. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few things that we probably should fact check before talking about them. Yes, like um, sampling. We, we, we discussed sampling and music as and one. Copyright, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also discussed um, a bit about, you know, how the economy and the sort of barriers to entry of, of building businesses has changed um, and how people need to work hard, but not necessarily listen to the, the hustle Instagram pages that are, that are out there. Yeah. So there's, you know, there is opportunity. Every, for uh, us <laughs> every um every cloud is a silver lining and all that um but i mean it's you know it's a bump in the road and uh, it is going to be a bumpy road with uh, with whatever it is that you do so i'm trying to stay positive about it <laughs> trying to keep smiling <laughs> on my face um and again this is just another story we can tell about uh about technical issues and mm. and stuff like that Tune in next week to find out more. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week if you can. But yeah, guys, serious note now. Enjoy what we've salvaged of this podcast. Um, you'll have to bear with us. We're running off software, which um, is a bit inept. Uh, we're which, running off gear, which is, you know, a decade old. So yeah, just bear with us. Which you, we do discuss in the podcast, if you can hear if, it. If, yeah, if it hasn't dropped out, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll include that. But yeah, thank you for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episodes. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, enjoy the episode. It needs, it just needs that, uh, that, uh, yeah.
Got a fresh cut, now I'm looking for the freaks. Fresh car wash, so put your hands on the Jeep. Use your etiquette, then bring sand to the beach. Been all around the world to keep running. Shorty wanna hold my hand, it ain't nothing. Ryan said it's work time to say something. And when they tell me I'm out my mind, I ain't budging. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm so overzealous. Cause I ain't find no energy like you on this planet. So yeah, just put your number in my hand, hell. And I'ma put that bitch with fan mail, you dig me? careful about what I say because she now lives with me that's something we haven't touched on we have not that's, that's a that's, big thing yeah that is a big thing so um, <laughs> we're, we're now officially one week in to living together yeah. but 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 the background as to how <laughs> it's, it's come about is very interesting so my mum has like had a conversation with her it's like oh yeah because my girlfriend's um, her name's Rian by the way everyone um, and she's recently, um, she, she lives, uh, about 60 miles away in Newport from where I live. Um, and we've been going out three and a half years. Um, and very recently she's, um, secured a job in Swansea. So she's had to move down. Um, and when she was looking for, um, you know, rooms to rent to, to move down and, the sort of idea was that we'd be moving in together and I was like, eh, I don't really want to be spending my savings on rent. I want to be sort of, you know, I, I live at home with my mum, everyone, um, and I enjoy it and I save my money and the long-term plan is to save as much money as possible to then buy a house. Um, and it's going well so far. I've saved quite a bit. Um, but yeah, so Rian was a bit annoyed that I uh, <laughs> wasn't planning on uh, on moving out and joining her. Uh, and then she had a conversation with my mum one day and I, I don't know what was actually said, but my girlfriend all of a sudden, I wasn't aware of this conversation, but my girlfriend all of a sudden decided that she wasn't going to, start, um, going to look for uh, any housing or anywhere to rent anymore. So I told her off one night because I was like, why are you looking for a house? You're moving in two weeks time. You need to find somewhere ASAP. 
And she turned around and said, what? What are you on about? <laughs> and I had a conversation. Like, my mum somehow brought it up in conversation that the plan was that Rian was going to move in. <laughs> I was like, hang on. Hang on, she's my girlfriend. No one has even bothered to include me in this conversation. I never agreed to give up my half of the half of the house. <laughs> because at the moment, obviously, like, if you're living with... Some, like, if you're living with your mum, Terrace, you know this, right? Yeah. If you're living with your mum, you sort of have, like, your half of the house. Hmm. But imagine the half of the house that you're used to having is then taken up by your girlfriend and her cosmetics and all the rest of it. It's, it's, it's been really frustrating this last week, I've got to be honest. So say I've got a, you know, uh, I don't know, a house that's only got four rooms. I've given up essentially, right now, three quarters of my bedroom. <laughs> and then like... I can't say I've given up my study, but it, it's my living space has been taken over by my girlfriend. Um, and the frustrations are is that she's very, um, what's the word, very, she can be very childish, which is great at times, but then other times when you just want to relax after work, it's very, very annoying when she's like being a five year old <laughs> and like trying to like annoy me. <laughs> but she does a good job of it, she really does annoy me. Um, yeah, that's we're one, we're officially one week in now of living together. And it's been the worst week of my life. <laughs> and I really hope Rian does not hear or listen to this podcast. And I hope none of her friends listen to this because that'll be something that they'll be passing on to her. <laughs> so Rian is like um she does like fashion posts and things like that on Instagram, right? Yeah, she does. She does. She is a um, wannabe influencer, I suppose. Um, she just does it for fun. Yeah. It's like she, so. She's she's got a blog. Everyone. I created her blog. I, I designed her website. It's Rian Co. So R H I A N. Dot C O. Excuse my laptop. I should put that on mute. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, her website is Rian. So R H I A N. Dot C O. Um, and she, yeah, she posts about travel and there's a few posts on there that I've actually edited and written, essentially written <laughs> the ground up. Um, and when people read it, people can tell as well. <laughs> Why am I taking the piss out of my girlfriend? <laughs> this is the first and last week that Jordan lived with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm not going to say, oh, brilliant this week, by the way. I noticed last week, I said it about four or five times that the recording. Yeah, you've lived with um, your girlfriends in the past, right? Uh, yes, I've lived with two, with uh, like their families. So I guess it's with like, their families. So I guess oh, it's just like a reverse my... situation, right? So like I am Re in this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In this situation. Yeah. But yeah, I've lived with both. I've so lived you've, with them for like you, you managed to wangle yourself a several room. <laughs> several months. <laughs> yeah. So the first one. Um, my girlfriend's mother was quite religious, so we had separate bedrooms. So there was privacy. So there was like... You could get away from her. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, and in terms of your first girlfriend, I know this one. Yeah. 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 And then the second girlfriend, we like obviously lived in, uh, in the same room. But I don't really have much stuff anyway. I, I, if I'm thinking of the right person now, I didn't realise you actually like properly lived together. I thought it was a case of... So last year, uh, my girlfriend, Rian, she was doing her PGCE, which is a, um, it was a primary school um, teaching qualification, um, which is only a year long. She, she moved out to Swansea. She had a room in a student house. And for most of the week, 
I most nights of the week I spent I spent with her. I spent at hers. Um, so it, I thought that was the case with you. I, I didn't think you were officially living together. I thought no, I was, was officially a... at that address. Yeah. Well, I both oh. of those addresses. All right. I hadn't realised that. Yeah. So like it is the reverse situation. But like I don't have much stuff because I'm more of a minimalist. Mm. So I guess. I guess. As, I... as by the way, guys, as he strokes his beard. <laughs> I'm more of a minimalist. <laughs> Minim- minimal shaving. Um, but yeah, so I guess I don't have as much um, clothing and shoes as a fashion blogger would. Mm. And and to add to that as well, my mother um, essentially... So so Rian probably gets most of her style cues from my mother. And my mum probably does quite a bit of shopping, both for myself and for Rian. Um, obviously Rian pays for her clothes and I pay for mine as well. Um, so the, as you can, if you, if you can sort of do the math, my mum also has a lot, a lot of clothes, which, which takes over half the house. Um, and then so does Rian. She has, you know, half a, half a house full of clothes. <laughs> and then my stuff is just degraded in the corner <laughs> to, to a couple of boxes sort of thing right now. Um, but no, I've still got my rail. I've got a rail. Rian's got a rail and a cupboard. <laughs> and my chest of drawers in the corner. <laughs> so, so because of uh, this like upset now at home, it means that um, I'm turning my bedroom actually into like a mini studio for us. Yeah. So Rian has moved in with Jordan, and Jordan is moving in with me <laughs> effectively. <laughs> yeah. So, so to put it, to, let me say that again. So to put it into to perspective. Uh, Terrace and I probably only see each other probably once every three to six months. Yeah, for the past few years. For the past, well, since we've really, apart from when we were in college together. Yeah. Um, that's been the sort of frequency. Um, and already within the week that Rian has been in Swansea living in my house, I've seen him twice. <laughs> twice in three days. Twice in three days. So essentially Terrace is my new girlfriend. <laughs> just tick that off your I've list just, i've just ticked off a note yeah <laughs> something so so terrace and i have actually done our homework this we, time we've around. got notes this time we, we've got notes so i've got my um my my notes software on on my um on my laptop up with a bunch of um little notes oh yeah i can take that one off now well great <laughs> this is so satisfying <laughs> do you get that when you when you do to-do lists do you get like a satisfying feeling when you're able to tick something off I mean, I love lists, yeah, but the problem is with me, I end up, like, writing too many things down, and -hmm. it's something I struggled with for, like, most of my life, apart from the last couple of years. I would, like, set myself goals that are way too high, Mm. and put, like, too much on my list, and then, even if I got, like, quite a bit done, Mm. there was quite a bit left, Mm. so it'd feel like a failure. So now, I create lists, but, like, to-do lists are very, very short, Mm. so if if I get it done, that's great. And I can do a bit more if I want to, but I'm not in the um, I'm not in the position of uh, feeling like I haven't done enough because my list is far too long. Yeah, no, I hear you. But that's that's the thing with me is that I'm trying to accomplish way too much. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a, a sort of similar situation where you've got this really long list, <laughs> and then you end up like procrastinating and and getting nothing. getting nothing done. Yeah.
Yeah, I took a trip to the stars, no rocket fuel, no NASA. Black Astro, not tell me what more could you ask for? The path wasn't never fit. It's where my niggas had to bear everywhere. Like, they tell me shooting for the stars was the answer. Yeah, I took a trip to the stars, no rocket fuel, no NASA. Black Astro, not tell me what more could you ask for? The path wasn't never fit. It's what my niggas had to bear everywhere. Yeah, yeah, why you still mad at your boy? Yeah, I hustle cause I had no choice. They'd rather that I had no voice, voice. But instead, my pen's a perspective for the misled. Cigarettes and baby mamas that sip pen. Why the weight of the world gets heavier? Borders where they try to build barriers. Talking heads building hysteria. That's why my young niggas don't care enough. We rather rock diamond wrist wearing the pair buffs. They rather have us locked down in the pair cuffs. Unfair, fair enough. And wonder why you never see no peace. Why my outfit's not low key. Treat form whips like trophies. Belong in this world. What we had to make our own in this world. They tell me shooting for stars was the answer. Yeah, I took a trip to the stars. No rocket fuel, no NASA. Black Astro, not tell me what more could you ask for? The path wasn't never fit. It's what my niggas had to bear everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those days that'll make you wanna shout. 13 had to be the man of the house, man. Over mouse money was the path we was after. Thanks to the past, had to grow up a little faster now. Cold hearted was the outcome. Middle finger to ones, pointing fingers that never been where I'm from. We was all trapped in, shit. Why you think we was all strapped in? Head in the clouds, yeah, you deserve it. You'll probably see a star if you look a little further. Life's like a jump off the edge, hold my wings form for this fall yeah, end. They tell me shooting for stars was the answer. Yeah, I took a trip to the stars, no rocket fuel, no NASA. Black Astro, not tell me what more could you ask for? The path wasn't never fit. It's what my niggas had to That American pie, he just won a portion Product of that environment that he was forced in Change course when it's out of control Feel it down in my soul Fast forward and foresee that fork in the road Listen, mention you on a road for a car whipping It's mind bending, open your eyes I'm bending the rules, time ticking The time's different on a globe Where every soul trying to survive in it that's the, that's the main concern Whole hood celebrate when the tables turn You see, feels like I'm on the cusp Great forever, forever's not long enough It's just Bad, 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 bad,
man once said the grind can't stop to letters in your name get bigger like cap blocks still can't start so far from your last stop death to the yes man blind the mascots look past the moment and try to find your last opponent trying to find the answer before this life flashes past you blink of an eye go ghost like a phantom i'd rather imagine a whole block popping corks toast and glasses more life no ashes to ashes Live life fast with no crashes You can picture that with no caption Try to see the vision, no glasses You can picture that with no cameras or flashes You can just imagine Still keep my hunger like fasting Still keep a ghetto fab like putting money in the mattress And that's just point blank No bite in my tongue, damn me so frank In the top ten, they don't rank They ask me to change some things and no thanks bad Do I see a soul or do I see a facade? Either you hurt or happy, can't make up your mind, laugh, now cry later. On the timeline, should I hide in the disguise from strangers? Watching my highs or my demise, laugh, now cry later. Evil remains, world ain't really changed. Moments of feeling anger, next moment you entertain. Laugh through the pain, my nigga. It be those same celebs you seeing the starstruck same time see them appropriating the culture shit cry later I see the whole world different now you see my whole world different now you in the sky better learn to fly before your spaceship hits the ground tell me who should get the crown you see this is what you get for now I see the whole world different now you see my whole world different now from raps and movies to black is beauty Cop didn't feel the same field he had to shoot me Laugh now, cry All fun and games, screaming out gang gang Until little homie pull up, put a bullet through a brain Laugh now, cry later Let me say this Some niggas fake woke like they don't have any flaws Some niggas too turnt don't represent any cause Life's a balance, we live in ours Lanes, giving their opinion on her persona. My, where your hand make up the way you wanna. Fuck a man's opinion. Some people are hoping to build, some hoping to heal. Talking to a profile, hoping it's real, for real. I see the whole world different now. You see my whole world different now. You in the sky better learn to fly before your spaceship hits the ground. Tell me who should get the crown, you see, this is what you get for now. I see the whole world different now, you see my whole world, my whole world different now. It's interesting how how the economy has played out though, in terms of how much easier it is to enter, enter things, and like I say, the barriers to entry are significantly less than they were. <clears throat> That's the thing as well, so, you know when you're building these businesses, and you know you're just saving this money every month that you're getting from you know your coffee you know as a as a coffee barista or whatever it might be for me for example as a full time full time job in marketing. Um, <clears throat> how do you justify 
spending your money because when you're for me for example I'm looking to buy a house so I'm putting money aside for savings there um, which is probably 30 to 40 percent of my income I'm also putting money aside as soon as I get my income every month my, my salary I put probably about 10% aside just for guilt-free spending mm-hmm. um, but then I'm always looking at cars you know a new car yeah uh, looking at houses nice holidays looking at holidays clothes you know trips to to London which I which I do frequently I mean yesterday for example I went into town and I spent a hundred quid on vinyl like <laughs> Because there's a store in Swansea Market that I went to. And, okay, there's an opportunity there where I could be doing business for him. But yesterday, I was just there. I was, I was flicking through all the jazz and, and the folk records. And I picked up 100 quid worth of vinyl. And it's like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I, had no, I had no reason to justify that spending. Um, I mean, what makes it more difficult is the fact that, like, real income hasn't increased in a very long time. So, mm-hmm. like... Minimum wage obviously isn't keeping up with inflation at all. And even jobs like, you know, people who are earning, people who are in like management positions mm. really don't make that much more money. And they've mm. got so much more responsibility. So when it comes to the end of the month and you've got a few hundred quid left, do you want to, you know, um, save that for a holiday? Do you want to like buy stuff? Mm. Or are you going to put that into like a couple of microphones and start a podcast? <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> Um, get a few Facebook ads going for your side gig. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is difficult for most people to justify it. But I think if you're young, you know, if you're a teenager or in your 20s, like, you should be doing as much of that as possible. Yeah. Because, like, if you spent, like, even just half of your disposable income for from the age of, like, 20 to 25, like, you would be successful at something you did. Mm. You know, if you have a few ideas and then test them out, one becomes quite successful and run with it for like five years, um, you know, you really will achieve something. But most people don't. Most people don't put the time or the money into it. Um, and, and that's the thing as well. So this is a very, this is a very, um, this is something Gary Vaynerchuk would definitely say. Yeah. I can imagine him saying this, but it's very true. If, uh, if, you're, if you're at the age of 18, 22, our, my age, which is 25, going on 26, and you spend 10 years of your life committing to something that's not making you any money, potentially, but it's something that you love doing, and at the end of it, you could see becoming a massive success where you could live on, on the outcomes. Um, if you're my age, you're going to be 35, going on 36 in 10 years. And if it doesn't work, you've got another 25 years of your life where you can just go and get a job. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's not even necessary to like, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of risk put behind these, these decisions, but when you're young, you've got less risk, you've got less responsibility. Yeah. For me, for example, it's a lot harder for me to commit 10 years of my life to something which might not work because one, I need to get a place, a house, put over my head. Um... Secondly, I probably want to start a family by the time I'm 34, 35, which means a whole set of costs, unfortunately. Um, And so there is going to be more responsibility coming up where I need to be more considerate of of the future. 
But when you're when you're eighteen, like looking back at what I was pissing about with when I was eighteen, I wish I went all in on things. Yeah, I really do. I mean, I mean the ideas I had when I was like nineteen and twenty, you know, seven eight years ago. Mm. If I would have picked any one of them, it could have probably been something by now. Like if seven hard enough, or right? eight years, if I dedicated like twenty thirty hours a week to something. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, really sobering to think about. Mm. Um, you know, if you started something 10 years ago, it could be great today. But mm. you didn't. Mm. So you're going to have to start now. And that's, and that's the amazing thing as well. So when I was finishing school, so when I was doing my GCSEs, there was a YouTuber on, um, on YouTube, obviously, um, <laughs> called KSI. Everyone probably knows who KSI is. Back then, on YouTube, you had the ability to message creators, YouTube channels. And when I was 15, 16, 17, he was only starting out. He probably only had a following of 1,000 views, a, you know, a video or something, which is tiny in comparison to what he is now. But I remember messaging him when with, with, with beats, because I'm a music producer. I used to produce music. Um, and I said, you know, I, I heard you're trying to get into a bit of music now. Um, first of all, you can use these beats for your charge on, on your videos if you need to, royalty free. Um, just let me know if you want the download links and, and, and things like that. And, you know, we can maybe do some music together in the future. Um, he came back saying, yeah, really good. Um, can you send me the download links? I never got back to him. <laughs> I just didn't bother getting back to him. So, like... Imagine what that music could have been now. Yeah. Had it been on KSI's video from May 20... What would that be in 2016? I wouldn't have earned any money off of it. But the exposure that I had from it could have been absolutely massive. Could have been insane. Yeah. And it's like Bitcoin, for example. When I was in uni... I, I remember... Like when Bitcoin had its first little surge, and I was considering putting that a couple was, of hundred quid into it. That was that was in college. And then it took off like, what is it like fifty times greater? Mm. But I didn't invest. So what was amazing in college, right? I remember this because I just found it absolutely incredible. And this is probably the reason why I didn't put any money into it during college because I did have some money then that I could have been like, oh well, if I don't make anything then and you know if I lose it then oh well I've got plenty of time to make more um but I remember I was you know where we used to wait for the buses yeah I was waiting for you and the gang um and I remember hearing a couple of guys that I knew who are heavily into weeds and other harder drugs and they were talking about how they were buying Drugs, mushrooms, you know, LSD, all, all this shit, off of a website that I can't remember the name of. I, I feel like it was called... Um, Is it Silk Road? Uh, Silk Valley? Silk Road. Silk Road? Which was the website on Dark Web, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Silk Road. Yeah, that's it. Silk Road. Yeah. So I remember hearing all this bad sort of publicity around Bitcoin and how they were buying, you know these drugs and potentially they could have bought hit men you know hit yeah. men with a hire and and all this really dark grim shit <laughs> which wasn't at the time trackable so to speak yeah um and i remember thinking okay maybe this isn't 
This is this has definitely got potential, but it's got a long way to go. Yeah. So I'm not going to invest money into it because it's it's really terrible what one half of it's creating sort of yeah. thing. You know, there's there's a bad and a good to everything. It's like social media. It's you know, loads of people are complaining saying, Oh, you know, kids are becoming I don't know, more obsessed with likes and it's got all these negative effects on society. But at the same time it creates so much opportunity. And the same for gaming years ago and for T V and for radio and I don't know what's before that. What was before that? What's that? Probably like people had an issue with that back in the day. What was that called? Tell it um What's that called? It's um It is it's like a telegram, right? But it's Morse code. Morse code. I guarantee, right? Backing yeah. Back in 1905 or whenever it came out, when, when the technolo- technology came out, I guarantee there were people in the army or, or somewhere <laughs> in some organization that were complaining, saying it was a terrible technology because it had all these bad benefits where, I don't know, the enemy could intercept the um, the uh, the transmission and could find out what, the, what we were talking about or, or whatever. I guarantee... There were massive cons to that technology. And that the technology was going to steal their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guarantee is true. I guarantee there probably... I have no doubt. I guarantee there was probably, in the army back then, there was some poor sod's job, who's probably like a 14-year-old boy. His job was to get to wherever he needed to be. He was the carrier pigeon. On horseback. On horseback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So someone, so 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 um, Morse code did take someone's job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people complain at every single level of technology. Oh, hundred percent. And it's nothing new, you know. It's like people in ancient Greece were complaining that people were just lazy and all they wanted to do was write books, mm. right? Yeah. And now, if you say today, like you're a writer, or like if you're like a teenager and you're reading a lot of books and stuff, your parents wouldn't have a problem with that. No. But if you're gaming all the time. They may, even though you can make literally millions in prize money from gaming now. Yeah. It's like, it's an, it's or on YouTube, thing. just yeah. create content around it. I mean, I remember a few years ago as well, like when I was 16, I think 11 years ago when YouTube was just becoming started and I saw a few like playthroughs and stuff and I was going to consider like, um, doing something like that on there, mm. but I never got around to it mm. again. And maybe it returned into nothing, but when, you don't know. But the thing is, like, when YouTube was starting, and it's like, you know, if you are first at something or one of the first, even if your product or service is actually subpar, you're probably going to be way more successful than someone automatically starting, like, five years later. Mm. So it's like the YouTube fitness community. Like, now it's arguably more difficult to break into. But if you had a YouTube fitness channel, like, in 2010, 2011... Even if you're really bad at it, which quite a few people were, they still got hundreds of thousands of subscribers mm. like a few years later mm. because they were one of like the OG channels. Mm. So it's, it's a lot, um, a lot of it is just being first and acting fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. There's a lot of hard work, it's, but... I, I don't necessarily think it's... A lot of it is... So to be the... 
the best at something or to, or to be the one that benefits most for something you have to be the first mover yeah so for example at one point there were you know buildings and apartments in Dumbo in Brooklyn which were only worth probably you know 150,000 pound 200,000 pound 300,000 pound something like that mm-hmm. now they're worth millions so you do you know what I mean like yeah. you can relate it to real estate there are areas of the world right now which are only worth £100,000. So, for example, Newport. I know the Newport real estate market quite well at the moment. So, at the moment, a lot of people are now moving to Newport and getting apartments there because they've got jobs in Bristol and, and things like that and now there isn't any um, toll on the bridge. And there's, there's, there's more money going into Newport now than there was before into the, to the real estate markets. Um, and so prices are going up in Newport slightly. Yeah. But they were rock bottom. No one wanted to live in Newport once upon a time. And slowly the, the, the culture there is changing. But, but that's the thing as well. So like, how do you feel with, so everything, so, you know, you've got to be the first mover, um, when it comes to these new technologies, but what about the old technologies? So for example, this is a good example. Um, NASA, NASA's changing the way that they are operating is changing massively over the last five years and, and going into the next decade because you've got SpaceX and yeah so like how do you feel about like old technologies having to change into the new well or, or adapt I mean some older like more out of date technologies um, like vinyl mm. right like analog is having a huge resurgence mm-hmm. right so when you had an actual physical CD you could hold it and it was real Right, but then you had downloading, and there was a lot of legal downloading, but then you no one was going to buy CDs then, right? Mm. Because it's about supply and demand, and when you have unlimited supply, if you can just download anything you want any number of times, mm. no one's willing to pay for it. No. Um, so like, then you had um, companies like Netflix, mm. which were great in the beginning, and mm. um, they were actually good streaming services, but now. Every, every other company is pulling their stuff from Netflix and starting it themselves, like Disney Plus and Hulu and, you know, whatever else. And it's just becoming like um, cable TV. Mm. So instead of paying like, you know, £10 a month for one of these things, you, if you want to view everything, you've got to pay that for like 10 different companies. Mm. So Netflix came in and changed the market. But now they're sort of responsible for... Um, almost ruining it right um the service which was so good at one time they haven't really like adapted to compete mm. everybody get up
Stevens. Cat Stevens. Um, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he released a song. Um, I don't remember which one it was. Possibly, um, possibly, I love my dog. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> That's it's like one of the most famous Cat Stevens songs. Yeah. Um, and I think another artist then said that you know this is the feel of it is exactly the same as my song. And the, the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, you know, Cat Stevens basically said, I listen to a lot of music, something may slip in once in a while. But I which, think Which is natural. I think years later he felt so bad about it that he actually gave this artist everything that that song earned him. Really? Yeah. That's lovely. That's quite nice. So how does like copyright work with music? Because I know like with books and like digital characters and stuff, it's like eighty years and then the copyright's gone. I'm I'm not sure on that side of things. I, I think I think with copyright generally it is eighty years, isn't it? Also yeah, seventy some, years. Something it's something it's, like that. Yeah. There there is an expiry date on it that goes into a Creative Commons license. Then, um, 
and then it's owned essentially by the, the public and in public domain. Um, but the way sampling came about, I believe, I might be completely wrong, and this might not be factual whatsoever. That needs, I, be played, that needs to be played before every single podcast that we do. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, the, the song that was what, definitely one of the first records which caused a lot of kerfuffle in the industry around sampling was a record by De La Soul called, um, oh, Life, Life from Mars. I think it was called, off the Three Feet High and Rising album. And I should know that album off by heart. And i tell you why. Because my mum had it, and she used to put it on when we were cleaning around the house. And I was only like two or three. And it was a cassette tape. And she used to stick it in, and I, I knew that album off by heart because of that. And that's probably, that's probably one of the main reasons why I'm into hip-hop and the style of music that I'm into today, is because of my mum playing the music that she did when I was two, three, four, five years old. Um... Which is very interesting, just as a as an environmental, um, uh, what's it called? Environmental factor. Environmental factor. Thank you. Who did psychology? <laughs> I mean, um, like I've got the same story with my grandparents. Yeah. So my mother was in the army until I was four, which meant that I spent those first four years with my grandparents. And my grandfather used to play like Buddy Holly. Um, and really like more like old school rock and stuff from like his generation. Yeah. And he used to like dance around the house with me on his shoulders. <laughs> right. So I've got really good memories associated with like Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison and Johnny Cash. Yeah. And it's no doubt because of that. It's because of the environmental factor. Yeah. So I have such fond memories of those, uh, those songs and that music that it's a genre that I still love now. Yeah. That's the thing. That's one of the, the main things that that was a massive factor on, on the music that I'm into today. But it was also then when I was growing up, I used to play a lot of GTA. So when I was eight, on my eighth birthday, um, the Christmas just before my eighth birthday, I had a PS2. It was the first games console I properly had. I had a Sega Genesis, I think it was. Um, but for my eighth birthday, I had GTA 3. And the music on there, so that featured a Detroit artist called Royster59 on Game FM, yeah. which is a radio station on GTA. And that was a massive influence. And then going on to Vice City then, you had... Um, Fever 105 FM, which was hosted by this like Barry White character, uh, with like really like oh yeah, like, <laughs> um, and all the music he played there was like um, do you know Get Down Saturday Night by Oliver Cheatham? Yeah. So he, he played like all this like funky stuff from the 70s and, and 80s, um, which then my mum would walk in the room and be like oh my god I love this song this takes me back to so there used to be a, a club on the Kingsway called Martha's Vineyard. And she always used to go like, oh, this takes me back to Martha, Martha's and, and, and you know, all the nights out there. Um, so, so my two contributing factors to my taste in music is definitely my mum and then indirectly my mum and then the Grand Theft Auto series, game series, which is very interesting. Um, I personally think anyway, um, going back to De La Soul and the sample issues. So... Um, Three Feet High and Rising was uh, their debut album and it included well all of it was sampled um, but it included a Beatles sample on on the record, it was an interlude um, into a next song and it featured um, I can't remember what the Beatles record was but it was, the record is called Live from Mars and it also included a you, you know like you used to be in school 
and you used to listen to those cassette tapes in like French and you had to repeat back. Yeah. Be like, écoutez. And the record literally plays écoutez. Um, and that sounds, that sounds more of an African accent, I think, that I came across. It was supposed to be French. Um, but uh, yeah, it included this the sample of one of these like French cassettes, you know, learning French cassette tapes. Um, and I, I think both sides, so both the Beatles estate and this cassette tape, the, the publisher of the cassette tape, went at De La Soul. And so that record, Three Feet High and Rising, is not on um, Apple Music or any digital platforms because of the sample clearance was never done by Tommy Boy Records. And I don't really think it was... It wasn't really a thing back then. Like, a lot of artists... Like, that started a massive sample issue within the industry. Because a lot of artists, it wasn't something that people did. It wasn't... When it came to hip hop, they they wouldn't clear samples. It wasn't something that never became. There wasn't really an issue before. <clears throat> and then in the late eighties, then it became a massive issue, and then all these artists got done for for samples and and whatnot. Um, and yes, yeah, so it was essentially it's De La Soul's fault. So Postinus, um, Trugoy, uh, Maceo, it's, it's all your fault. Um, and they probably, by the way, if ever they ever listen to this podcast they are literally we need to get them on as guests because they're my favourite band my, my favourite uh, hip hop uh, group so that'd be fantastic if we could get those on <laughs> especially Postinus because I reckon he'd be really he's, uh, he comes across as well they all come across as very very intelligent but he comes across as a very social character as well so he might be foolish like we are <laughs> Myself and I.
amongst one and two But that glory's been denied by cassettes and gooky eyes People think they diss my person by stating I'm darkly packed I know this so I point at Q-tip and he states Black is black Mirror, mirror on the wall Shovel chestnuts in my path Just keep all nuts with the nuts so I don't get an aftermath But if I do I'll calmly punch them in the fourth day of July Try to mess with third degree, that's me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I.